Listen, have you ever wondered why people act the way they do sometimes and treat people wrong, treat people nasty? For example, I have an aunt. And my aunt and I had a confrontation one day. And in this confrontation, um, she was like, you don't love me. I was like, I, I love you. I was like, I love you like the Bible said I'm supposed to love you. I love you. She was like, no, you, you don't love me right. And I was like, what do you mean? And so a light bulb went up. I said, oh, you want me to let you talk to me in any kind of way, dog me out, handle me, hurt my feelings, and drag me through the world? She said, yeah, 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 that's, that's what I want. My response was, I'd be a fool to let you do that to me. Y'all want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Synergy. Plus, we turn negative outcomes into positive energy. Listen, if you can tell by the intro, we're talking about still our series of dealing with unforgiveness. But let's talk about unforgiveness and wounded spirit. Have you ever just had that person that was just wounded and damaged because of what someone did to them and they just walking around with unforgiveness in their heart towards them? I say this all the time. People will hold you hostage to stuff that you did to them 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago. And they will not hold to accountability to what they've done to you. Now, like I was saying about my aunt, true story, by the way, and that is some of our stories too. But then I had to realize after talking with her and I was like, you know, some people, you know, at first it bothered me. And, you know, I I had to be honest. I said, some people you just can't help. You just can't help. You just can't love everybody. But you're supposed to love everybody. So how do you actually love people in that, that are actually in a, a emotionally difficult place right now in their life? You know, let's talk about, you know, even, for example, people that are dealing with sicknesses and diseases in their body. They can go through some emotional issues that can cause them to be a little bit mm, bitter, so to speak. And it's not because that they're mad at the world, they're mad at, 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 at life. Although some people get mad at God as if, you know, it's his fault that you sick. It's his fault that you 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 sat there and ate all them gummy, bird, gummy bears. And it, it's his fault that you put all that, that Laura's seasoning salt in your food. By the way, do we still use that? I'm asking for a friend. So... People tend to get angry. And I guess it's the psychology side coming out of me. Um, people tend to get angry and frustrated with people because of what someone else did. But here's the question. If you have not forgiven those who offended you or victimized you, then what you do is create victims. Because you do the same thing to people that someone else did to you. For example, some years ago, I was in a relationship. And when I say years ago, that's a possibility, meaning long years ago. I was in a relationship. And the person provoked me over and over and over again. And um, to the point that I snap. It got physical. I laid hands 
and it wasn't in a conjugal manner. I laid hands, I laid hands to 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 beat, break, and bash through. Um, but I realized because I took, I actually went counseling for that. I was, I went to counseling. I was like, listen, I need to find out what's going on with me. And so I black counsel lady, she's a minister, and um, and she was counseling. I walked in there, she said, she looked at me one time, and she sat down, she said, mm. I'm looking at her like, okay, she just said, mm, like, what is that mm for? But unbeknownst to me, she realized that I had no business there, because she said, she said to me, she said, what, what are you doing here? And I looked at her, I was like, I'm fine, you know, I Got into altercation. I'm trying to figure out, make sure, you know, because that's not me. That's not side of me. I'm not violent. I went through the whole this. She was like, um, but what are you doing here? And so she began to speak to me in a level, in such a way, and in, in, and she began to address me as if I knew better than to be associated with or connected with things that I could see clearly out of my own two eyes. The backstory of that is, is that the individual I was dating had been in an abusive relationship, and they were being verbally abused and mistreated, and, and they would be physically abused. And though they never physically abused, you know, we never got enough where I actually when they actually hit me, I struck out and hit them. But my counselor, she sat back and she said, you know, because of what's in you, and I'm looking at this lady like, ma'am, we on campus. She took me straight to church and cut no corners and play no games. She took me straight to church. Now, when I say she took me straight to church, she took me straight to church. Like, literally, hands down, like, literally took me through she gave me a good spiritual tongue beat. And my eyes came open to some things. And I discovered that it wasn't me who needed counseling. It was them. Um, because I even asked them, did they want to come to counseling? And they was like, no, no. And it's because they, you know, they they didn't want to address their their issues, their their past. But when I tell you the amazing thing about counseling is this, y'all. It helps you see for your help you see for yourself. Um, and so after my eyes, you know, my eyes just zoomed open, just popped, boop, popped open and stuff. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you know what? Um, you know what, this is this is something. And I realized that I was dating a hurt individual who battled and struggled with unforgiveness in their heart. And people who struggle and battle with unforgiveness in their heart tend to hurt other people unintentionally. And I'm not taking up for them, but it's unintentional. It's just like someone that's being abused all their life. 
or someone that grows up in a house where their mom's been beating, getting beat by their father, tend to accept abuse from their husband because they figure that that's love. My mom stayed, you know, someone that has been molested all their life learns mentally that that's okay because maybe that's love. So an individual who has been abused and mistreated over and over again, then get sick and get mistreated even more over and over again, you begin to think in your mind, that's love. So mistreating people, hurting people is love. So we know that's not love, correct? Everybody knows that's not love. So here lies the sequestered question. That is this. When you have been hurt, what do you do with your pain? When you have been done wrong, what do you do with your pain? How do you handle the weight of pain? How do you handle it? How do you handle the weight of pain? Many of you will listen to this podcast today, tomorrow, some years from now, and and realize that there's still some broken pieces in you that need to be healed. I for the little boy and and and, and, and the little girl, nobody would never take daddy's place when he's absent. Nobody will take mom's place when they're absent. Because what they can exude from them to you connects with you. So many of us marry or attempt to marry the absent one in our life. We attempt to date the absent one in our life. Can't date what you didn't get, baby. You can't date what you wasn't nurtured with and trying to find it in somebody else. You can't date that because you feel hurt and you you feel pain because of what mama did and how mama left you and how she abandoned you. You can't do that. You can't date because how daddy did. This goes for gay, straight, whatever your case may be. I don't care. You cannot date to fulfill the absence of and whatever your of is, you cannot put people in a position of your of. You must confront the unforgiveness. You must confront the pain, confront the hurt, and you must address it with you. Go to counseling is the first sign of accepting that you have some issues. Go see somebody. Don't mess people up with your issues. Now you're taking all your problems because you got all this baggage on the inside of you. We got to learn that saying that we won't forgive people and, and they hurt me and this right here, forgive them and heal. I have one of my, one one person that I don't even like that. I ain't going to tell about the relationship or nothing. So, I often talk about, tell them about forgiving. Forgive your, forgive those who've done you wrong. Forgive them, forgive them. 
Why I gotta forgive them? Because forgiveness is for, you, is for you, baby. It ain't for them. It's for you. And so she was like, they don't even. They probably don't remember. But the fact of the matter is, you still do. If you can remember the pain, you have not healed. You have not forgiven. And forget this whole foolishness, like we say, I forgive you, but I never forget. That is so immature. How you gonna never forget? We learn from our errors and our mistakes. We learn not to make the mistake again. That's what we learn. We learn. But never forgetting is just as much as replaying that thing over and over and over. It's like replaying Chandamore over and over and over again. The same song. You're repeating it over and over again. You're replaying it. Every time you lay down in your mind, and your mind is cycling through all of your memories, your subconsciousness, and you're drifting off to sleep, that past experience is still there. How am I supposed to forgive? It's just stuck in me. You want it there, baby. You got to let it go. And it's not easy. It's not a walk in the park. There are some things in your life you just have to let go. I have one motto that I tell people, listen, one side of foolishness that I'm, I'm, when I, I've learned over the years that I made a whole lot of immature, stupid mistakes with dating, with finances, with trusting people, with friends, with jobs, with even places to stay, who I let stay with me, all kinds of things. I've made a lot of reckless mistakes in my life with stock and all. I've made some reckless mistakes in my life. But I learned, I learned what to do to better me. I learned what to do to better me. And I learned that discernment is the key. I don't have to always be verbal to be noticed. I don't have to always open my mouth to say something. I can just be quiet, a nod, and a gesture but be discernful of everything around me. And the first sign of what happened to me before, the first sign of me getting ready to go and take a test that I've already passed, I walk away. Your first sign of you getting ready to re-enter into the same cycle the same exam, the same purpose in life, you must walk away. I don't care if he's sitting on your couch right next to you eating Fruit Loops in his boxes. I don't care if she's in the closet with her lingerie on. You must walk away. Do not stay with people two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years knowing full well they don't compliment you emotionally and you just have them there to fill a void to mask your true hurt and your unforgiveness eventually what will happen is that you will explode like some dynamite and take it all out on them damage them and you perpetuate the cycle so now you're creating monsters 
Now they go and do what you did to them to somebody else because that's the seed you planted. But when you think about it, ask yourself, why do I dislike me so much that I want to hold on to stuff that is killing me on the inside? You don't have to ask nobody. The road stops with you. You carry that demon around with you. You carry that luggage to feed, clothe, and dipstick. It lives there. I want you to take a few days in the journal speech today. Go on down at the dump and get your journal. And I want you to write where it started and where it is now. And I want you to do that every day. Continue to write daily. And at the end of 30 days, go back and read. Read your progress. Many will succeed in, 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 in forgiving. Many of you will send cards and letters flowers and, and, and say I'm sorry. Many of you will say I will forgive you. Many of you will say I let it go. However, there are many of you that'll be stubborn, mean, hateful, and cantankerous. And you'll feel like that, that person still owes you something. And you'll be still there bleeding on the inside. Alright guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Synergy, a place where we turn negative outcomes into positive energy. This podcast has definitely been one that I did not expect tonight. However, unscripted, off the cuff, I'll see you guys next week.